0: This is the Maxlexia Podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia, all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Lori Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. Welcome to the Maxlexia Podcast. And I'm thrilled today to announce the launch of the Educator Excellence Series. This is a three-part course, which can be done as an online course. It has everything you need, videos, worksheets, everything to guide you through the course, or I'm also will be offering it in the fall as a workshop, either a three-day workshop or a one-day full-day workshop. This is very exciting because Really, when I speak with teachers and anyone working in the school system, I hear time and time again how they have such a lack of information and training and resources available to allow them to really adequately and effectively support the dyslexic students in the class. And the best estimate is really that 20% of the population approximately has dyslexia. So it's guaranteed that there are dyslexic students in every single classroom, in every single school, and to leave teachers who want to reach and teach every single one of these students, especially the most vulnerable, really does an unfair service, not just to the teachers themselves, but to the students as well. So the reason this was created was to really fill those gaps. This has come from experiential learning with hundreds of hours, with hundreds of students with dyslexia. And really it's taken what I have learned from them and been able to compile into this three-part course that can really address many, many of the questions that teachers have been asking and been seeking answers for in terms of working with students with dyslexia. So really, I'm so thrilled to be able to put this out there this as i said has come from many many years of many many hours of work with students with dyslexia and really i think this is something that teachers are asking for and i am looking to bring them the answers that they are seeking so really wanted to start with the part one which is called how to recognize dyslexic students because one of the most important things In fact perhaps the most important thing for a young child with dyslexia in school is that they have early recognition and early diagnosis of dyslexia the reason for this is because then they can be provided the appropriate and effective support they need in all areas of their schooling which will allow them academic success and oftentimes if this goes unrecognized And they continue to have to struggle through school without knowing why and what is happening and the reasons behind these struggles and the challenges that they have for both them and the teachers and the parents then really many years of that can lead to a complete erosion and crushing of self-esteem and self-confidence and really as devoted teachers the goal is to maintain A child's self-esteem and self-confidence as they move through the academic process so to be able to recognize a child with dyslexia flag that to the parents and be able to have them receive a diagnosis very early on in their academic experience is absolutely crucial to academic success so part one of the how to recognize dyslexic students begins with just an introduction about what is dyslexia because as I said, many teacher training courses hardly even touch upon dyslexia. There may be perhaps one course in your entire degree that will address things like learning disabilities and really sort of on a surface level. This is really to delve into all aspects of what it is to be a dyslexic child in the classroom. So we're gonna begin with, What is your prior knowledge of dyslexia? See where you stand in terms of what you do know, what you believe it to be, and what you've learned up to this point that it is. We will start with that and explore that a little bit. Then we will delve into the emotional and psychological impacts of school on students with dyslexia, because as I said, this is something in my practice with students with dyslexia for years and years now has been my number one focus is the emotional and psychological aspects of these students who continue to have struggles unless they're receiving adequate and appropriate targeted support. So we're really going to look into that because it is an important aspect in order to be able to maintain their self-esteem and self-confidence. So after that, we will begin to enter module one, which is red flags, with the starting point being classic signs of dyslexia. So some of these we've heard before, we know are things that we look out for in terms of usually referencing to early reading abilities and acquisition of language and reading skills in the early years of the primary or the elementary school years. So certainly there's many many aspects there that need to be able to be recognized as potential signs of dyslexia. Then as I said, from my point of view the emotional aspects are huge. So there are many many emotional red flags that we will share and we will we will look through and see if you've actually even seen some of these in your classroom and not even really seen them as being potential signs of a child with dyslexia and then moving even further into mathlexic or math specific red signs because oftentimes and in my experience with my students what I've seen is that many many of them have never been flagged for early reading difficulties despite the fact that they turn out later to be dyslexic so Interestingly, I have picked up on many, many math specific red flags that potentially would signal a student with dyslexia. So this is really an interesting part to add to your arsenal that you can bring to be able to really get that early recognition and diagnosis for a child with dyslexia. Once you have that recognition, the next part that comes is really quite difficult because You need to communicate those concerns to the parents. And we don't want to hear that there may be something that could be different. That could be a disability as it's called. And so this is a very delicate conversation to have with parents. And I will tell you every single one of the parents of the peeps that I have worked with in my practice have said the moment that they heard that word, they cried. And why did they cry? Well, they cried because the negative connotations of the word dyslexia is something that we all have, really have been immersed in, myself included when I began in this. And really when a parent hears those words, basically they go to, my child will never get through school, my child is going to fail at school, my child is going to struggle at school, my child will never be able to attain any level of achievement that they wish to have in their lives because they are dyslexic so that is what you are going to be having to deal with when you bring this conversation forward to the parents so in the second module of how to recognize dyslexic students we will delve into the communication piece with the parents how to frame this conversation very positively for the parents and allow you, to build a, allow you to build your resources of local and online resources that you are then able to not just leave the parents hanging with nothing for them to be able to pursue, but you will be able to give them resources and information and names that they can now go to to continue this process. Then the third part, module three will be about empowering. Once the child has a diagnosis of dyslexia, there's so much we can do in terms of empowering them and empowering the parents. So in module three, we're really going to delve into the ways that you can help the parents be able to help them empower their children with their dyslexia and how you can have the child see their dyslexic strengths, recognize the places that they will need support, because they will, and they will constantly need that for their entire academic experience. And then to really be able to have them own their dyslexia and have them be able to say, I am dyslexic. They need to know what that means. They need to know how to explain it to people and they need to begin to be able to advocate for themselves as their parents will wean off advocating for them in the early years, The child will then have to go out in the world and be able to adequately describe who they are, what that means and what they would need for support and the amazing skills that they do have. So really, this is an important part, possibly potentially overlooked in many places if we are looking to talk about dyslexia. This really isn't about reading skills and techniques to help with reading this is really about being able to recognize a potentially dyslexic child in your class flag that to the parents frame a positive discussion so that you can then empower both the parent and the child with this knowledge so they can get what they need to support them in order for them to achieve academic success and i have worked with many, many, many hundreds of students. And I promise that when this is done right, there is absolutely no limits on what they are capable of achieving, both in school and in their personal lives. So I'm so thrilled that this is finally out there. The next Part of the course, part two, is how to optimize teaching. And that really is not about changing anything that's already being done in the classroom, but it's maybe looking at things with a little bit more of an out-of-the-box type of thinking where there are different options in order to be able to optimize the way we can teach students with dyslexia and the way that they can acquire knowledge in the classroom. And there's some very exciting, and creative things in this part of the course that we will work through for both the teacher and the students and be able to share that with not just the dyslexic students, but with all the students in the class. And it works for everyone. So this is a very exciting part. And then the final part three of the three part series is how to maximize academic success for students with dyslexia. And there are so many ways that we can look at summative and formative assessments and alternate ways of finding and allowing a child to show what they know. And really, this is where it becomes a very exciting part for teachers because it does open up that creativity for you to be able to find ways to really go and reach those kids and have them be able to shine and show what they know. So this is really an exciting part. They will be able to share that with the class and really everybody will learn and be able to celebrate the dyslexic brilliance that these children have. Thank you for being a part of this wonderful journey. We will move this forward and together we will change the way the world perceives dyslexia. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia Podcast. If you've got any questions or comments or if you're looking for more dyslexia related stories, resources and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.